My name is Gordon Sinclair. My handle on the IRC is Thistleweb. In this Hacker Public Radio uh, episode, I'm going to talk to you about a little programme called TiddlyWiki. Now, first of all, it's important to point out what it is as well as what it's not, because when people hear wiki, they expect certain things. They expect, first of all, that it's server-based, that it's on a website somewhere. Um, it might be an internal intranet site, or it, it may be a public, publicly accessible website. They expect it to be to have a database uh, to store all its all its data. They expect it to be to have multiple users, uh, where multiple users can collaborate on a on a and essentially a website, make edits add things, delete things, and for that it needs some sort of revision control as well so that you can see who has added what uh, and revert back to previous versions and whatever. Well, TiddlyWiki is not that. Despite the name Wiki, it's none of that. (laughs) First of all, TiddlyWiki is a fully self-contained single HTML file. That's it, it's an HTML file. It has inline JavaScript and inline CSS for the the functionality and the uh, the, the look and the feel, you know, the the layout on the on the screen. It's Gecko based, so it works. It's designed to work well with essentially the Mozilla family, so uh, Firefox, uh, Flock, SeaMonkey, so and well. I don't know if there are any other Mozilla browsers, but it does work with other browsers as well. Opera works just fine, but you do need to have the additional tiddlysaver.jar file, the Java file, to save. Otherwise, well, you won't be able to save your changes. So, what is tiddlywiki sort of best suited for if it's if it's not one of these a traditional wiki? I find I've got, there are a few few reasons that it's like a few places where it comes in really handy. It's it's an ideal personal wiki that you can take anywhere with you on a thumb drive. It's a single HTML file. Uh, just copy that across onto your onto your, your thumb drive and take it with you. Open it up at work, at school, take notes. You know, in a meeting, take notes. It's ideal for that. It's a, an ideal scratch pad for ideas on a project. You can create a wiki for a client if you're proposing to do something for them. You can create a wiki with all your different ideas, and then zip it and email e- email them in, so that they can they can then open it up in their their web browser and see what you what you're proposing. The the other thing that's quite interesting about it is it's got a journal feature built in, so you can create a new tiddler, which I'll, I'll get to uh, a bit later on, or a new journal. A journal entry is basically a new, a new tiddler, but starting with the date and time. So you can have like a, a, um, a, a journal entry for things that you wouldn't want the public to see. It's more like a diary than anything else. What I had envisioned doing is starting a journal, which I never thought I would do. And have a, a clean uh, wiki each month, a new, fresh wiki file each month, uh, and then let 
put the, the previous month one into a tar.gz file uh, and then archive it. Each month may be excessive. I'll see how that goes. It might might be like once a year would be enough for that. Uh, have like a 2009 journal uh, and then a 2010 uh, uh, so on. Uh, and then have these available um, in my will for, for people who are interested in, in reading them, you know. So that's what you can use a, um, a tiddly wiki for. There are other variants as well, and there's other alternatives to to tiddly wiki. There's there's variants like B3 cubed, uh, and there's there's monkey something as well, uh, and these are like um, what I would call GTD variants. They get things done. Variants. They add things like reminders, calendar, plugins. They they are they are tiddly wikis with certain plugins already pre-installed. Uh, you can certainly you can use them. Uh, I have no need for any of that sort of the more advanced things. But by all means, I'll I'll include notes. I'll include links to these to to check them out. I'm only using the the, the basic tiddly wiki. The other alternatives, uh, there's two main ones that, that sort of stick out. There is DiddyWiki, which, according to Wikipedia, the DiddyWiki uh, homepage, project homepage, has now been domain parked. So I don't know if they're, if that's sort of stalled. I don't know. Uh, it's in the Ubuntu repos, I believe... Uh, well, certainly, it's in where I first heard about it was on Poppy Linux. That's their default note taker in Poppy Linux. I thought that was a, a little bit limited, but that could be just because I didn't understand anything about wikis at the time that I played with that. It's, I don't think it's being updated now, so um, and it's, I don't think it's that universal either. I, I don't think you can get it. I don't think it's going to work on uh, any other platforms. The, the the wiki page that I'm, I'm linking, linking to does have a, a link to the .deb uh, file. The other one is wiki on a stick, which I think is just a brilliant a brilliant name for a project. Um, the, the wiki on a stick is the same idea, a very similar idea. It also uses the tiddly jar, dot, tiddly saver dot jar file to, to save I wasn't sure about how how that looked, but that again is probably down to my uh, lack of of knowledge of the of the project. So that's there are a few alternatives anyway. You're not just stuck with um, with the the default. You can also put install various plugins and themes. That's how uh, things like B3 Cubed came about. It's just tiddlywiki with a different theme and different plugins already pre-installed. So, with tiddlywiki, you have a, a backstage area. Now, the backstage area is it's a, a little. Initially, it's just a little close button on the top right-hand side of the top right-hand corner of the the page, uh, and that opens a, a horizontal. Uh, menu with options to 
like sync to another another install of TiddlyWiki to install a theme to import Tiddlers to to configure plugins etc. What are Tiddlers? Tiddlers are Tiddlers are your content. Tiddlers are also the plugins. They are it can Tiddlers consist of three things. They consist of a title, a body, and tags. Now title like a blog, title's the only one that's that's uh, that's required because that's that's what links to it. Uh, the the body and the and the tags are optional. To install plugins, you essentially you, you find the plugin page, uh, the, uh, the page the, the the URL of the of the plugin you want to install. Uh, copy and paste, create a new tiddler, and then copy and paste the code from that page into the body of the new tiddler. You can name it whatever you want. It's easier to name it the same as the the same as your as the, the, the plugin name, as that way it avoids confusion. And just make sure if you're installing a plugin, remember to call it to, to tag it as system config, which is a small s capital C. When you then save it and restart, or save it and refresh your browser, should I say? Because you've tagged it as system config, that tells TiddlyWiki to execute the JavaScript, not just run it. Uh, and at that point, your plugin will, will be installed. Now, themes. I don't like the the default theme that TiddlyWiki comes with, the blue blue and white theme. I, I don't like that. I use a theme called Blackicity, which is available from tiddlythemes.com. Uh, I'll include the the link to that in the in the show notes as well. The installing a theme, you can do it two different ways. Because it's in line, what you're doing basically is the the CSS is inside the same HTML file. So you you overwrite your current theme with your new theme. That's that's how you install it. You can. There is a, a, a plugin that allows you to have multiple themes and then switch between them without having to do that. I've not tried that, so I, I don't know how that works. Uh, another note as well on something that people might be interested in is the the fact that there's no passwords uh, or no encryption by default. They're available with plugins, uh, but they're not there by, by default. So if you're doing a journal, you, you might have to look at other ways to, to make it private. To import a theme, essentially on like some, on a page like tiddlythemes.com, there is, there's two different links for each theme. There's a demo and there's details. The demo obviously does what it says. It gives you a, a, a live version of, of that theme in action. The details uh, link opens up more information, and there you'll find a, a link which you right-click, copy the link location, uh, and import it in from the backstage. When you import it in, it'll find all the different elements to the theme, and the main part you want is the, the CSS part. It'll overwrite your current CSS 
uh, and give you the new theme. The theme will change instantly. The other way to uh, some parts of these themes, depending on what the themes are, they may have uh, like a JPEG header or uh, uh, images for the unordered list or whatever. So remember to get them as well if, if they are part of your theme. The other way to do themes is to you can download a, an empty tiddlywiki HTML file with that theme already installed. That's that's quite useful. Uh, obviously, at that point, you you have an empty file. You have none of your tiddlers, none of your data. You can then open up that empty file and then import from file this time and import your tiddlers from your file. Uh, just remember to select all your all your tiddlers uh, and which ones to import. Uh, and remember not to import the CSS because that will import your old file and you'll be back to square one again. <laughs> so you can have... Um, what I do is I've got a separate wiki for each project that I do. Uh, I've got them in separate folders. I've got a, I've got a, a tiddly wiki for uh, the HPR show notes that I'm, I'm looking at just now. I've got that in a folder in my documents folder uh, and another folder called HPR and the reason for that is because by default TiddlyWiki creates backups every time you save it it creates backups uh, and that's that can suddenly that can fill up your well not fill up your date your your uh, your space because I mean there's there's a lot of space to spare and they are they are small files. But it just gets a bit messy, so I have them in, in a separate folder, each one in a separate folder. You can rename your your uh, your empty dot empty dash tiddlywiki.html to anything you want. It doesn't matter. Uh, the the details for some of the configuration stuff are in the cookies uh, as well. So just keep that in mind that you have to allow JavaScript and you have to allow cookies. The next um, part here is about upgrading. You're not just stuck with the same version of, of TiddlyWiki if there's a, an exploit or something. You can easily upgrade it. Again, that's uh, that's done from the the backstage area. There's an easy update option. Uh, it's very quick and very painless. Um, you can well, you can sync as well. You can sync TiddlyWiki to a different PC. So you can work offline. If you can't get on the internet and you still need to work away, you can you can work on a uh, like a local version of your wiki. Uh, and then when you've got internet access again, you can sync it to to another machine in your network or on another on a website somewhere. And speaking of that, there's a free uh, TiddlyWiki hosting at tiddlyspot.com which I'll include in the show notes as well. Uh, Tiddlyspot, you can create a free account there, um, mywiki.tiddlyspot.com, or whatever. And that can also be set to be private as well. So, I mean, you can sync your uh, your downloaded, your, your local file with, with that one. So, I think I've covered quite a lot of Tiddlywiki. There's obviously a lot more to it that I've not, that I've not covered. I'm not, first of all, I'm not used to wiki software. 
wiki stuff is, is new to me. So, and every wiki software has its own syntax. And I've, but I've found that uh, TiddlyWiki seems to be, I mean, I think, in fairness, I think they're all pretty easy to pick up. Uh, and there's certainly plenty online documentation, online guides for how to do a link to a file or you know a link to an image or all this kind of stuff and on order lists and things. So it's not that difficult to learn, um, and I, I've I've certainly been very impressed with it for as a note taker, which is what I wanted it for. The the whole reason I I looked into this and found TiddlyWiki was because I have an old computer. It's a it's a Pentium 4. Uh, it's 256 meg of RAM, which is is fine. It's it's great for for what I need it to do. Yes, it's it's limited. Uh, it's not a supercomputer by any any stretch of the imagination. But it's fine for for what I need. I'm learning web design. I'm I'm doing that in in Drupal and WordPress. I'm experimenting with like PHP, BB, and whatever. But all of these are, are on like a, a local uh, a LAMP server on my desktop that I can that I need to switch on and off when I want to use it uh, because it just takes up too much resources to sit there when I'm not actually working with it. For that, uh, for for me to to have a traditional wiki on a server. Sure, I, I could do that, I could put it on, on the LAMP server. Uh, it just takes like five, six, seven seconds for the, the server to start up before I can start doing anything. And it takes up a, a decent chunk of my, my resources just to run the server. Uh, that's why I wanted one that didn't need a server. Uh, and that's that's where I stumbled on, uh, on TiddlyWiki. The other point that I've just remembered uh, about DiddyWiki as a, an alternate is that DiddyWiki requires you to open a port to run, which is fine if you're the if you're if you've got admin rights on the system you're on and you can open the port, that's fine. But if you're at college, at school, at work, whatever, and you're just a user on that machine, and the ports are locked, you are, are blocked, and you can't you can't open them. Well, your your personal wiki, all your notes, all your plans, have all just have all just disappeared. You can't use your can't use your wiki, which is another reason to to use either TiddlyWiki or a wiki on a stick. So I think I've probably rambled a bit too much. I do apologise. So I'm going to call it a call it a, a night there, and and that'll be it. So. My name is Gordon Sinclair. My IRC handle is Thistleweb. If you want to contact me by email, it's thistle.webcast at googlemail.com. And until next time, goodbye. Thank you for listening to Hacker Public Radio. HPR is sponsored by caro.net, so head on over to caro.net for all your hosting needs.